Okay. How's everyone today? <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> oh, crap. Yeah, we can include this in the recording, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so you said you wanted to talk about depression, anxiety. Yeah, yeah so I guess the goal of uh, well, this conversation is to just share our insights into depression and loneliness and hopefully this conversation helps other people so why don't you try to give us an insight as to how you are have coped or currently coping with depression or any anxieties that are bothering you so for me it's been like um it's been a few years since I've been depressed or lonely. Um, and okay. The depression and loneliness isn't always there. I like the term isolated versus lonely. Okay. The term isolated is it's a more clear definition of what's actually going on versus loneliness. Right. Uh, okay. Loneliness, you can be lonely in a room full of people and what that just means is that, well, for me personally, I'm isolating myself or I'm not allowing myself to connect to other people. And so yeah. by by con- by definition, I'm not being able to connect to myself. Right. So in your own words, give us an example of where you were full of, like, you know, in a room full of people and yet you still felt within, like, no one was there. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, so two years ago, I was staying at a yoga camp and I was there for an entire year. And the first two or three months, everything was fine. And then all of a sudden, like I started to get really depressed and and I would isolate myself in my room, you know, I would just sit in my bed. I wouldn't go to meetings. I wouldn't go anywhere. And even though there were so many people around me, you know, it was it was up to me to reach out and ask them for help. But instead of asking them for help, I would just just not get out of my bed, you know. And, and so that's why I was that's why I'm saying, you know, I was isolating myself instead of not isolating myself. No, but I can see where you're coming from. It's like you could be in a room for a people, say if I walked into the room and I saw someone who was upset, I'd actually ask them, are you okay? What's bothering you? Mm-hmm. Yeah? So in a sense, what you're trying to say is that you were there, but no one just, everyone would just like cut off. They just did not bother. They don't even look. They could even just be speaking to you and you could ha- your face could just be like down and they'll still look like, Okay, there's something wrong with him, but they're not gonna they're not gonna ask you, are they? Yeah, like even with my family, um so this happens a lot with my my brothers or my family, like they'd be talking to me and I'm unwilling to say anything, I'm unwilling to express anything. And so it doesn't matter what they say or do, you know, like I'm not willing to take myself out of this place and no one else can do anything. I think um, that's something that's, I think, have you ever like tried to 
actually sit down on a personal one-to-one basis with just an individual person to slowly get yourself out of your shell. Yeah, so I've I've done this many times. Like in a span of three months, I would have a point of isolation and a point of outwardness, and so right. both of like both of these um, these feelings, like non-loneliness and loneliness, depression and non-depression, they both I feel them both over time, and I'm I'm pretty aware of that. It's just like it keeps coming back it keeps coming back and and i have the the knowledge and tools to break myself out of it it just it just keeps coming back and that's the biggest problem see but that's the thing it's like you have the knowledge and the tools but it's almost like as if the depression is holding you back from applying that knowledge and those set of tools yeah like would when, you say yeah like when i'm really depressed then it takes some time for me to notice that I'm even depressed. Like if I wake up depressed, I'm just gonna lay in my bed for an hour, two hours, and and that's it. You know, just just wait it out. I don't really have the the awareness or the the will to just move and, and do something. See, this is where I think uh, human connection is so important because. People can tell you that you need to do this and you need to do that and then you'll get better. Mm -hmm. But it's almost as if like, what if the people who are actually depressed, they know that they can do this to get better. They know that if they do this, that they'll get better. But the depression itself is holding them back from applying that knowledge instead of tools. So if someone who genuinely cares comes along, it kind of helps that person just a little bit gives them a little nudge it makes a difference don't you think i think so i also think that everyone has the knowledge of what to do to get out of whatever place they're in within them and people just have an an idea of they just know where they are and what they have to do like one step to the next step to get themselves out of where they are. And I agree with you that human connection is very important. And yeah, so yeah. But this is what I mean though. It's like, we're not robots. We don't, we're not like in a Mercedes um, factory. Not every car, you know what I mean? Like we're not a bunch of vehicles that are just gonna be assembled and everything's the same everyone's individual circumstances are a bit different and maybe we're at different points in our lives so i think it's key that when we do help others we need to identify where they're at in their life and kind of give them the best support tailored to their individual circumstances wouldn't you say yeah i agree with that everybody is unique and everybody has a unique solution for them and the thing is so because everybody is unique everybody like the best solution is something that the other person comes up for themselves you know Mm -hmm. i feel like giving people the space to to create that solution or to look to find that solution is better than telling them like giving them advice or telling them what to do that's true though because only that person will truly understand 
what can help their situation. They just need someone to reach out to and explain that to. We never really looked at it like that because this is what I mean. A lot of like these doctors and therapists, they're all saying, "If you do this, you'll get better. If you do this, you'll get better. If you do that, you'll get better." But the person sitting there listening to this sometimes is probably thinking, "No, no, okay, this doctor is just not getting it," you know. <laughs> and that's what it is. I think you're right. I think dependent on the person's individual circumstance. They know what will help them get out of it. They just need someone to express that too. I think there's a lot of conflicting ideas that are being circulated in society right now, like the media, the TV, every 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 social media. They're saying, buy this, buy this, get more, get more, and you'll be happy. Do that, and you'll be happy. And really, none of that's making anybody happy, and it's all just false promises. So well, that's getting... what they do, though. That's yeah, what they that's... do. They, they, that's like that's <laughs> that's like that key element there that you just said is how they make money is by feeding off of people's need, so th- to fill their void within. Instead of actually treating that void, they'll say, "Hey, if you have X amount of junk, you'll be happy." And they go for it, they get it, and for a little bit after a while, they'll be like, "Okay, I'm not happy. So, what was the point?" Yeah, they're they're taking advantage of people's depression and anxiety. You know, they're they're, they're also creating it in a way. It's just accelerating it further, and I think it's like we have to ask ourselves once we have a realization of what a lot of these corporations are doing. You have to ask them, where's the morality behind it? Where's the integrity? Where's the, where is it? You see what I'm trying to say? I, I, I can, I mean, I agree with you, you know, but it's, it's not there, you know. Where is it? It's not there. Like I don't see it. That's. I think it's down to the people. I think it's down to the common man to actually help his fellow man to, with awareness and a bit of knowledge, and. If we as people can have some level of empathy towards each other, we could end up changing things from the ground up. Yeah, I mean, this—the purpose of, of of our group, you know, the Epic Team. Is yes. We're just trying to like help people, you know, like just have conversation, spread knowledge, spread kindness, and go against that well, what... corporate uh, agenda. Well, that's what I mean. It's like it's a place for because we have to take into consideration the medium that we've presented the group as. So it's in a chat, but if, uh, people in the chat could probably be different in reality face to face. But is a form of expression for them through text. Now they have the choice to go on video. They have the choice to go on voice. So they have these options open for them. So we've given them those paths, but like, it's good. It, I think it's good for certain people, especially who are introverted, who are dealing things within themselves, and can't really express it. It's a good way to let it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, has it worked for you? I mean, yeah. Like I, this the group uplifted me a couple of times. You know, like it's been uh, 
how's it been like two weeks since the group started three weeks almost. yeah yeah <laughs> so some mornings you know i wake up and i send a few messages or i read a few messages and i feel i just feel better you know talking about whatever challenge i'm facing and just having yes. someone else acknowledge it that's like half the half the solution that's that's what i mean though it's like it's an outlet but it has another question for you is that there's a different dynamic to the group is that when you get the opportunity to actually help someone, how does that make you feel? Well, that feels good. <laughs> it, it's always, it just always feels good to help someone, genuinely help someone. Because I think that's another thing, like I've done quite a bit of research and all that. I mean, I'm not qualified or anything. I'm nothing special. But, you know, I've read through some articles and it gave me an idea like about human selfishness. It's like the more someone is selfish, the more they actually are just feeding their ego and that could lead to depression mm-hmm. that could lead to other mental health issues so the solution is is if you're actually less selfish and do something that's i don't know not for your personal gain but could benefit a few people yeah you feel good mm-hmm. you almost feel like a a weight has kind of been lifted off of your chest a little bit not even if it isn't that like that much it's just that little bit I feel like, from my understanding, the universe gives you back what you put out, you know? So if I'm, if I'm putting out stuff like, like greed or selfishness or drinking or smoking, you know, like going after my own personal desires, then I fill myself up with greed and greed is not really a good feeling. It's a feeling of, I don't have something and I want more and that's not a happy feeling. And so if I help people you know if i spread compassion and joy then i receive that compassion and joy and that feels good like that's what i mean though it's like it's just it's strange almost how the universe works it's like once you come to realize that it's because obviously some people who are still on the path of ego they're just going to be like i want i want i want i want i want whereas once they start realizing if they just give something for a little bit kind of changes things mm-hmm. especially that feeling within mm-hmm. yeah mm. personally like my own personal experiences with depression because uh, i've had depression for almost past 11 years now started when uh, i started university uh it's it's quite severe a lot of the therapists have said but this is what i mean all they did was just give me a bunch of medications Whereas when, when I was actually connecting with people and talking like I am the way with you, I feel better. And when I've done things that help others, yeah, it, it helps me. I The way I see um, depression and anxiety or and loneliness, so it, it starts off with... Um, just not feeling one small thing you know like um, just not being able to feel a little bit of doubt or jealousy mm-hmm. and then once we don't feel that you know that creates like some tension and from that tension more tension builds and the the negative feeling is just staying within and keeps amplifying and amplifying and growing and growing and 
until eventually, you know, you feel anxiety, like intense anxiety or and then depression, and then that that's too much, and so you isolate. It's almost like one leads to another. Yeah. It's so like a lot of people I've seen, yeah, is like they'll start off quite isolated, lonely. Mm-hmm. Then uh, they'll fall into depression. Next thing you know, they're having all these anxiety issues. Mm-hmm. So it could be different. the The cycle could be different. It's different for everyone, but from my own two eyes, what I've seen is usually it happens like in that sequence. The quickest um, or the more simplest solution that I can give for this, you know, is just to sit with with yourself and just feel whatever you feel, you know, without judgment. And taking away the judgment is a big thing. It just allows you to to let go and just just release whatever you're holding. And yeah. Being being oneself is is key here. See, that's what another issue, uh, another issue that you just brought up, being oneself. That's we could go down a whole road on that, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of people out there who genuinely feel like they cannot be their true selves, and that puts them in a deep depression. Yeah, society is is just in a place, you know, it's set up. It's set up so that we cannot be ourselves. You know, looking, being ourselves is really frowned upon. And so it's really hard to find a place, you know, where you can be yourself. If people were themselves in a, in a corporate uh, sector, the corporate sector, like, they would just kick them out. You know, you, you're, you're just going to start fighting and getting angry and it's not going to be a good time. And so it's really hard That's to true. be ourselves. That's true. I think that's once you reach a certain age, especially um, when you enter the world of work, you almost get programmed into a way of thinking that you have to be like this. You have to do this. And next thing you know, you've got the fear of paying your bills, fear of going, getting to work in time, you know? Mm-hmm. So a lot of these factors play in. I think that's where people need to take a step back and almost look from the outside in instead of being caught into the cycle. Mm. Yeah, a lot besides of, that, a lot of the programming yeah. starts from a very young age. It, like it starts from when we're in the primary school. The whole education mm. system is designed to make people into factory workers. Well, that's at least how it is where I am. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, you, you raise your hand to talk, you have to move when the bell rings. And it's just a very non-humane way of going about a day or living a life. And so... Almost like a factory line. Yeah, like you, they almost make you into robots. You know, you come out of the education system and you're basically a robot. You're told what to think, how to think, what to do. And you're never really given the freedom to be yourself. So it's like, you know, we should promote more independent thought. Mm-hmm. More, more critical thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So anyway, how was your day? <laughs> um, it was. It's a fine day. I. Hey, we're recording this podcast, man. For everyone, to listen. I think. I think <laughs> we need to give them something. Yeah, I mean, I think. I think. Don't mind enough, me though. I think we have enough for our first podcast, and we can, <laughs> we can, I can. I can end it now. I'm gonna stop recording. Thank <laughs> you.